What's up, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Connected to Chris. We'll have two segments in this episode. We'll be talking about NFL Week 12, and we will be breaking down some free agency signings that has happened so far in the MLB. I hope you all enjoy this episode. It's NFL Week 12, and we have some big matchups this week in the NFL. First matchup I will be talking about, just breaking down who I think is going to win. The 5-4-1 Pittsburgh Steelers facing off against the 6-4 Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Hayden will miss this game with a foot injury. And he's ruled out, so he's officially out. And also, the Bengals elevated Thaddeus Moss to the active roster. I think that the Bengals will win this game. Uh, it's a divisional matchup. It's a very big game because if the Bengals do lose, then the Steelers would jump them in the AFC North because of the tie that they had with the Detroit Lions. So Bengals win this and move to 7-4. and four. Steelers fall to 6. I'm sorry, 5-5-1. Five, five, and one. In that first matchup. Next one. Panthers-Dolphins. Not necessarily matchup of the week. Not necessarily one that you should. Not necessarily one of the best matchups. The Panthers trying to bounce back to 500. Facing off against the 4-7 and seven Miami Dolphins. Just trying to keep their season alive. Um, Cam Newton. believe he's starting. It's going to be against the Dolphins. I think this should be should be a win for the Panthers if they play good, if the defense is able to play good, if McCaffrey has a good game. So that should bring the Panthers up to 6-6 six and six and have the Dolphins fall to 4-8, and eight, which would pretty much put an end to their season. Next game, we have a battle of the NFC East as we have the 5-6 and six Philadelphia Eagles facing off against the 3-7 and seven. New York Giants. Jordan Howard will be out for the Eagles. And New York. Let's see if there's any big. New York looks to be healthy. So. Oh. Nope. Saquon and John Ross are questionable. And Logan Ryan is expected to miss this week's game. And that should be it. With that, I do think that the Giants will be able to prevail and win this game. Meaning they will advance to 4-7 and seven, and the Eagles will fall to 5-7 and seven with not having their bye week yet. Titans-Patriots is the next matchup. The 8-3 Titans coming off their game, facing off against the 7-4 Patriots. Some might say that one of the hottest teams in football. Now, Titans have had some ugly losses this year. Therefore, I think this will be another one as the Patriots defeat the Titans, advancing to 8-4, and and the Titans fall to 8-4. and Um, next up we have the Falcons and the Jaguars for the next matchup. 
It's not necessarily game of the week. Falcons, Jaguars. I'm just gonna go with the Falcons, who improved to five and six. Jaguars fall to two and nine, putting a most likely end to their season, and we'll focus to look for the offseason. Buccaneers, Colts. This will be a lot closer of a game than people think. The Colts, a team that did not start off good at all, but are improving. But even though that has happened, I Antonio Brown will miss the fifth straight game, by the way. As the Buccaneers, I think, will win in not dominant fashion, but definitely more than one score. Jets-Texans, a matchup that I would not want to tune into. The Jets, not been able to find it this season. Neither of the Falcons, both, both not good teams this year. Zach Wilson is supposed to return for this game. Coming off the return, since Zach Wilson hasn't played in a while, I do think that the Texans will win this game. Which means the Texans will improve to 3-8. Jets will fall to 2-9. Pretty much putting an end to their season. Next game, we have the Chargers versus the Broncos. Chargers are sitting at 6-4. Broncos are sitting at 500. Will the Broncos rise to 500 or will they fall under rise above 500 or will they fall under 500? And I will say that they will fall under 500 as the Chargers improve to 7 and 4 and the Broncos fall to 5 and 6 after that game giving the Chargers the edge. Next game Vikings 49ers. This will be a good matchup. Two teams sitting at 500. Two of the Better teams with a below 500 record. Which one of them will be higher? I feel like Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen Trio is going to be pretty much unstoppable in this game. Elijah Moore is questionable for the Niners. So I do think that the Vikings win this one in a one-score game, improving them above 565. And the 49ers below at 5 and 6. What's the next game we have? The next game we'll be talking about Rams-Packers. Good game. Game of the week. 425 Eastern Time. I would tune in because of this play. Some drama for the Packers this week as Aaron Rodgers did not practice on Friday with a toe injury. Packers do say that he will play, though. Because of that injury, both teams have three losses. The Rams at 7-3, and three, the Packers at 8-3. and three. I think that the Rams will win this game just because if there isn't not fully healthy Aaron Rodgers, I think the Rams defense, even though they have, have been a little rough, have a couple lo- rough losses, I think they will improve to 8-3, and, and the Packers will fall to 8-4. and four. Next up, we have the night game. This will be a good night game this week as we have the Battle of the AFC North. Another AFC North battle is the 6-5 and five Browns, maybe a team that people expected them to be better record-wise. Facing off against the 7-3 and three Ravens. I think the Ravens have been pretty unstoppable so far this year, have had a pretty good season. So I am going to go with 
the Ravens in this game. I do think that they will win. And they will improve their record to 8-3. and three, And the Browns will fall to 500 in that divisional matchup. And then the final game of Week 12, Monday Night Football, we have the Seahawks versus Washington. Seahawks, one of the surprising teams in the NFL, having a bottom bottom record in the NFL at 3-7. and seven. This game, I think, will be very easy for the Seahawks. They will breeze past Washington with Washington falling to 4-6 and six and the Seahawks rising to, I'm sorry, falling to 4-7 and seven and the Seahawks rising to 4-7. and seven. Seahawks team that really have to pick it up or Pete Carroll's job will be questionable, I think, because this is a very bad season for the Seahawks. And that is it for Week 12, and we will transfer into our next segment now. The final segment, we will be just, I'll just briefly be going over some MLB free agency signings so far and give you the details. The first one we have first baseman Brandon Belt re-signed with the Giants for a one-year deal worth $18.4 million. We also have Kendall Graveman, relief pitcher from the Astros, signing to play in Chicago. For a three-year deal worth $24 million. Next big one we have. Mets. Former Mets reliever. Aaron Loop. Signing to the Angels. So he will be going out west. I think that's a good signing for them. To improve their bullpen. Get some pitching help. So that should be good for the Angels. As he signs to what I believe. Is a two-year $17 million contract. Then we have former Blue Jays Steven Matz starting pitcher signing to the Cardinals to sort of help out their rotation and help that for a four-year deal worth $44 million. Then we also have Noah Syndergaard, big one, another big free agency day for the Angels. Definitely looking to improve their pitching as Noah Syndergaard signs with the Angels for a one-year deal worth $21 million. Now, the team that I really wanted to talk about in this free agency was the New York Metropolitans. As we have the Mets signing first baseman Eduardo Escobar to a two-year $20 million deal to help out their infield. We also have the New York Metropolitans signing, where was it, Starling Marte. That's a really big signing, helping out the Mets infield. He signed for a four-year deal worth $78 million, so that is one of the big signings. And also the Mets signed Mark Canna, I believe. Yes, the Mets also signed Mark Canna. Another big one, though. Justin Verlander decides to stay with the Astros on a one-year deal worth $25 million. To put that in perspective, the White Sox signed Kendall Graveman for $24 million on a three-year deal. So the Astros team that really wants to keep Justin Verlander, and that is good for them. They keep their pitching good, they keep it solid, and they're trying to make another 
another deep playoff run next year. Now, I just wanted to talk about that briefly, give you all a quick update, just in case anybody did not see that or did not hear that. That was a quick segment. I hope you all enjoyed it. That is it for this episode. I hope you all enjoyed.